Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey thinkers, what is up? Kathy Gibbons here. Welcome back to another episode. I am glad that you are back with me. So let's just start off today doing a quick review. And I want you, after I tell you the name of the fallacy we're reviewing, I want you to hit pause and see if you can remember the definition of this one. Okay, so we're going to review snob appeal. Do you remember what that is? Snob appeal is when someone tries to persuade us that doing their thing, whatever that is, will make you better than other people or make you stand out from everyone else. Um, It appeals to our natural desire to be raised up to a higher class or higher status. And it also carries with it the idea that doing this certain thing will make you better than other people, that they're just not as knowledgeable or special as you are. So the question to ask yourself when you're facing snob appeal is this, is it really true that this is going to make me better in some way? If you want to go back and review or learn more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 48. Okay, so let's dive in. Today's episode is brought to you by the meme fallacy quiz. Did you know I have created a quiz that you can take to test yourself on how well you do at recognizing and naming what I like to call fallacies in the wild. It's super fun, only 11 questions long, and just takes a few minutes to complete. I'd love for you to check it out. It's at filteritthroughbrainsell.com forward slash quiz. All right, so today's fallacy that we're going to be talking about is called the big lie. So the big lie is when someone or some organization tells us a story or a narrative that's actually a pretty extreme distortion of the truth. It's specifically used as a propaganda technique to get people to believe something that is blatantly false. Interestingly enough, this phrase was used by, you guessed it, Hitler himself, in his book, Mein Kampf. Now, you would think that he was using the phrase to describe the big lie he was telling you because he certainly was telling a big lie. Hitler and the Nazis were telling the big lie that the Jews were to blame for all the troubles that Germany was facing coming out of World War I. And in fact, he launched a massive propaganda campaign to convince all of Germany that the Jews were the problem and therefore to blame for all the issues that Germany was having and that exterminating them would solve the problems. However, That is not how he was using the phrase in his book. In his book, he was actually accusing the Jews of the big lie, even though he was the one doing it. Crazy, right? So in fact, the OSS psychological profile made on Hitler described his use of the big lie like this, and I quote, his primary rules were never allow the public to cool off, never admit a fault or a wrong, never concede that there may be some good in your enemy, never leave room for alternatives, never accept blame, concentrate on one enemy at a time and blame him for everything that goes wrong. People will believe a big lie sooner than a little one. And if you repeat it frequently enough, people will sooner or later believe it. End quote. Okay, so the problem behind the big lie, and certainly that worked for Hitler, right? It worked enough to get enough Germans to go along with him that it ended up in the horror of the Holocaust. So the problem behind the big lie fallacy is really simple. It's a lie. 
And it's a big one. And just because someone tells a lie often and with conviction doesn't make it true. It's still a lie. Guys, here's the thing. It's not a bad thing to carry a little skepticism with the stories and the messages you're hearing. If the past couple years have taught us anything, it's the fact that there's always at least two sides to any story. And we cannot always trust that the storyteller we're listening to is the one telling the truth. We have to have an open mind. We have to do the work to think about it, to ask questions, and to dig in a bit to push toward the truth. That's our privilege, and it's our responsibility. And quite frankly, most people are terrible at this. If you get offended by somebody's messaging on uh, on social media, there's a chance that you're not good at this because you're just wanting to believe one particular narrative without thinking that, oh, well, maybe there is some truth in that. And maybe the person I'm quote unquote trusting doesn't have it all right. We have to hold space for that if we're truly looking to get to the truth. Now, if you don't care about the truth and you just want to go with a story or go with whatever you've been told or go with whatever feels good to you, then rock on. But hopefully by now, on episode 101 of this podcast, you care about truth, even if it makes you uncomfortable, even if you have to question people you have believed and trusted for a long time, and even if it might mean, yes, horror of horrors, changing your mind about something. So if this name of this uh, fallacy or a prop, really it's a propaganda technique, if this sounds familiar, you would be right. So after the 2020 election, President Trump used this term often. He claimed that the Democrats were committing the big lie fallacy when it came to their messaging about the integrity of the election. They were, the Democrats were claiming over and over again that there was no fraud in the election whatsoever, and they were demonizing anyone who questioned that narrative. And President Trump felt like they were covering up and distracting from the truth. And he called out what he believed to be their big lie. And here's the guy, here's the thing, guys, it can be difficult to spot when somebody is telling a big lie. Maybe, right? Which is why we need to be really good at asking ourselves the question, is that really true? And yes, that is the simple question that's going to help you combat the big lie. Is that really true? And then do a little bit of work. Be open to looking at another side. Be open to looking at both sides. This is one of the reasons why I love debate. And I will be doing an episode on how to debate better. But when it comes to a formal debate, one of the things that I love about it is my daughter is doing this. Um, she's done it in ninth grade and now in 10th grade. And one of the things about formal debate is they are giving a resolution. And they have to research as if they were going to debate both sides of the resolution. So they have to fully understand the thought process and the points for the affirmative of that resolution and for the negative of that resolution, which makes them, they have to do some work. And <laughs> a lot of times they don't agree with one side or the other of the resolution, but that doesn't matter. They still have to understand it well enough to argue it as though they did agree with it. And that's hard, guys. It is a hard thing to do. So what I'm what I'm saying here is not easy. It's not easy to reach for the truth. It's not easy to push in and say, is that really true? These are not easy things to do, but they're good things to do and they're necessary things to do. Because the question we have to ask is, would I rather just continue on in what I believe or think is right? Or do I care about the truth? Do I care? Is that really true? I say this every single episode and it matters. Guys, the truth matters whether it's uncomfortable or not. So there you have it. 
the big lie. I kind of got on a soapbox with that one, but I feel it's important because what is the purpose of good thinking? Hopefully you realize that the purpose of good thinking is to find the truth, even if it's inconvenient. All right, that's it for today, y'all. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.